With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person. Or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded.
Rock was smiled upon by God and freed from chains and iron collar. He is held aloft on unity and by history revered for preserving peace through strength. His wings now reach across 200 years. But for each of those in one year more, God has smiled upon the core from the Barbary Coast to the Eastern Sand by sword, by gunner, by bare hands. So it's been and shall be weighed. Though many are born, few are made. Faithful always they shall remain. Dogs to loose when war is waged. United States Marine Corps. The finest fighting force the world has ever known. Welcome. Welcome, folks, to another fun-filled and informative hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. With me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Today's date is October 9, 2012. Wow. Beautiful Old Town Alexandria, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Yeah. I took a trip... Earlier today, to my favorite Marine base, MECDEC, Marine Corps Education and Development Command, Quantico, Virginia. I stood once again, as I do on a weekly basis on the parade ground, called a grinder at Officer Candidate School, where I, as a young corporal, aspired to be a Marine officer. I thought back to the time when I was young, strong, and fast, when I was able to do 20 push-ups in just under, what, 30 seconds? I was able to run the three-mile run in less than 17 minutes. I aced the PFT a dozen times or more in my career. I still hold the record for the fastest time on the obstacle course at Officer Candidate School. 32 years later. And as I stood on the parade ground, once again I thought about Coldplay's tune, Viva La Vida. I used to rule the world. These would rise when I gave the word. Now in the morning I sleep alone. Sweep the streets I used to own. I used to roll the dice. Feel the fear in my enemy's eyes. Listen as the crowd would sing. Now the old king is dead, long live the king. I was once young and strong and powerful. I was one one of a group, a select group of warriors, n- known and feared throughout the world as the greatest fighting warriors of all time, United States Marine. And of course a tear came to my eyes, it often does. And I'm... Re- I'm reminded of what Apollo Creed said at the end of Rocky II to uh, Sylvester Stallone's character. Man, it's a shame we got to get old. Yeah. But on to more festive things. Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird is being attacked. From all sides. You know, I was going to break into the show with something a bit more serious. (laughs) But I couldn't, I I just can't help myself. 
I can't I can't help myself. The call in number is three four seven eight eight four eighty five hundred. The battle over Big Bird intensifies in the White House race on Tuesday. Today, as the towering yellow muppet, beloved by us all, got pinned down in the nasty crossfire between Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. Mr. Obama unveiled a new advertisement jabbing Mr. Romney over his vow to cut subsidies for U.S. public television. The home of Big Bird. Big Bird's stomping ground, Sesame Street. And if he is elected on November 6th, Mitt Romney will scratch Big Bird. <laughs> Now, Obama's response to that was Mitt Romney, and I quote, Mitt Romney knows it's not Wall Street he have to worry about. It's Sesame Street. Joke, <laughs> the advertisement said jokingly, describing Big Bird as the evil genius towering over financial felons like Ken Lay and Bernie Madoff. The quote, Mitt Romney taking on our enemies no matter where they nest. Get it, Nest? The announcer of the television advertisement says, pressing home Mr. Obama's contention that Mr. Romney, a former venture capitalist, would let Wall Street run wild. Now, Mr. Romney responded by feigning puzzlement about why, why Mr. Obama would dwell on such trivialities exactly four weeks before Election Day. These are tough times with real issues, so you have to scratch your head when the president spends the last week talking about saving Big Bird, responded uh, Mitt Romney. Do you agree? Mitt Romney said uh, in a debate in Denver last week that, quote, I like PBS, I like Big Bird, end quote, but nevertheless pledged to cut the subsidy for the station. As part of spending reductions, he plans if he's elected president in November. A reasonable thing to do, I think. I think that uh, public broadcasting can be subsidized by uh, corporations, companies. You know, it doesn't need to be subsidized by the United States government. I don't think so. I, uh, however, I do think that such things are small potatoes in comparison to uh, what we're facing at this time. Quite frankly, I don't see why Mitt Romney even mentioned it. And why Barack Hussein Obama would even dwell on such things? For example, in 2008, I mean 2008, Obama stated, and I quote, If you don't have a record to run on, you make a big election about small things. Obama said that, end quote. So is that what President Obama's doing? Making a big election about small things like PBS and Big Bird? The desperate, desperate Obama campaign is out with a new attack today featuring Big Bird. I thought it was rather hilarious, frankly, and quite witty. But seriously, Big Bird? And with a little help, from the Count Von Count, the RNC found 13 mentions of either Big Bird or Elmo at recent campaign events. So let's do the count so far. The campaign count goes thus. Eight mentions of Big Bird, five mentions of Elmo, 
zero missions of Libya, and zero plans to fix the economy. Barack Obama has all the time in the world to tell us that Mitt Romney is going on an all waging an all out war against Big Bird. But apparently those other more pressing issues, well, to hell with that. Let's take a listen to the clip. If you haven't already heard it, you'll hear it here. You're here here first. Let's listen and quite frankly, I can't help but chuckle about it. I think it's interesting. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report, by the way, with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Bernie Madoff, Ken Lay, Dennis Kozlowski, criminals, gluttons of greed, and the evil genius who towered over them? One man has the guts to speak his name. Big Bird. Big Bird. Big Bird. It's me, Big Bird. Big, yellow, a menace to our economy. Mitt Romney knows it's not Wall Street you have to worry about. It's Sesame Street. I'm going to stop the subsidy to PBS. Mitt Romney taking on our enemies no matter where they nest. Now, you can't help but chuckle. You <laughs> it's actually quite funny. It is, in fact, one of the best Obama, if not the best, Obama campaign ad against Romney right now. I will go ahead and vote it as thus, and perhaps you should too. For one, it's very funny, it's very witty and humorous, and I do believe that the public is going to take it for what it is. Silly season. You remember when Barack Obama was running against Hillary, and in a couple of debates, he would subscribe what some some plan that Hillary had or something that Hillary said or Hillary's surrogate said is silly season? I think that Mitt Romney should use that phrase, because I thought it was pretty cool when, when Obama used it all those years ago, back in 2008. Silly season. That's what we're having right now. Obama can't speak to his record. So now he has to, well, set up this phony war, Mitt pitting Mitt Romney against Big Bird. Quite frankly, I think Big Bird is a little creepy, and I always have. In fact, when Big Bird would come on the scene, and that hideous damn uh, rag, rag mop looking snuffleupagus, that, that uh, shag carpeting dude uh, thing... I would I would I would run away. My mom would have to console me. I was not feeling Big Bird at all. You know? I I I just didn't I just couldn't couldn't do it. But here's the thing. In an effort to slow things down a bit, because the polls show According to um, the Drudge Report, which I have here in front of me, the polls show that Romney leads in 11 swing states, he has taken the lead in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan are close, far, not far behind. Now, Biden has not sat for an on-camera na uh, nation national TV interview in five months. And then there's the CEO who threatens to fire employees if Obama's reelected and raises taxes. So we've got a whole host of serious issues going on here, and the President of the United States is manufacturing a war 
between Mitt Romney and, yes, Big Bird. Now, one of my favorite girls here, uh, <laughs> Brittany, um, is uh, beside herself. And so she decided uh, earlier today to um, put together a YouTube video um, to profess her disgust for Romney's war against Big Bird. And she asked me to play it here on my show tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of it. It's rather lengthy. It's about four minutes long. So we're going to play a little bit of it and let you get a listen to what Brittany says is a devastating attack and an unfair one at that on Big Bird. And how fucking dare anyone out there try to fire Big Bird after everything he's been through. <laughs> he can't find the Snubbleapagus. <laughs> the Snubbleapagus keeps disappearing and everybody thinks that Big Bird is lying. Well, we all know the Snubbleapagus is real. <laughs> oh, Mitt Romney cares about his money. He doesn't care about Big Bird. Earth, 47% of his friends that live on Sesame Street. He doesn't care about Sesame Street or Main Street. He just cares about Wall Street. <laughs> He's a bird. A big yellow bird. What you don't realize is that Big Bird is making you a lot of money. And he's educating your kids. <laughs> and all you want to do is write crap about him and get him fired. <laughs> he hasn't left the block in years. He hasn't flown away from Sesame Street in years and with good reason because all Mitt Romney wants to do is clip his wings clip his wings clip his wings <laughs> leave him alone <laughs> you're lucky he even does numbers and alphabets and That's quite enough of that. Uh, as you can see, or rather hear, uh, the attack on Big Bird has left uh, some of our citizens um, angry, distraught, uh, almost um, Chris Matthews-like in their uh, uh, in their disgust. Leave Big Bird alone. Both Mitt Romney and Barack Obama let it go. Let, let <laughs> leave Big Bird alone. Damn it. <laughs> so now, here's the thing. Mitt Romney 
wants to talk about serious issues. Barack Obama wants to talk about Big Bird and how Big Bird is somehow being threatened by Mitt Romney. That's what we've got going on here. It's quite sad that the President of the United States, the President of the United States of America, would rather spend money, hard-earned campaign cash, on an ad featuring a fictitious yellow bird with it's like some it's probably some creepy sweaty dude inside that costume wondering what in the hell is this all about big bird's not real it's probably some pedophile inside a costume and he's got to be sweating his ass off he's got to be he's got to be sweating like a sow in that costume don't you think? Wondering. What is what is it all about? What is this all about? I'm just some sweaty uh, uh, carny uh, trying to get a leg up in the entertainment business. And here I am being, you know, pitted in a war just 30 days before the election. Between Mitt Romney and the President of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama. So let the war begin. Mitt Romney, Barack Obama, let it go, dudes. Well, I know that Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney doesn't have anything to do with this, this silliness. Or what Barack Obama once touted as being silly season. Just 30 days before the election. This guy has no clue. You know, and and I and you know what? Here's the thing. He snuck up on us all four years ago, and yeah, the idea of electing the first black black president of the United States was appealing to a lot of people. Yes, it was. Chris Rock spoke about it just the other day. It was a good thing. I mean, it was beautiful, right? We all thought so. He snuck up on us all. But now, now, he has to actually run on a record, a record that doesn't exist. Imagine, eight mentions of Big Bird today, zero mentions of Libya, five mentions of Elmo today, zero plans to fix the economy. It's a distraction of biblical proportions. Can you imagine the President of the United States spending hard-earned campaign cash to facilitate a fictitious war. A war on Big Bird. Big Bird, guys. So, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about it? The war on Big Bird has begun. Alright, so... With that in mind, we're going to go ahead and uh, take, a, take a break or two. We've got a couple of callers on the line, so we're going to take our calls as soon as we come back. Um, because we really don't want to delve too much into the war on Big Bird. We really need to get on to some weightier matters. Because, hey, another debate's coming up. Barack Obama's going to debate 
uh, Mitt Romney again next week. And then Thursday, this week, the big debate, which was supposed to be just uh, a formality, uh, is going to uh, take place between uh, between uh, Paul Ryan and uh, uh, Joe Biden. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. No, how much is too much? Hit me again. Do you know when to say when? Pelosi's coming over. Uh, Make it a double. Studies show that those who overindulge exhibit signs of arrogance. I don't count my tricks because I'm the president. Overconfidence. This is the day we stop the seas from rising. Or was it yesterday? The inability to think clearly on one's own. Where, where's my teleprompter? I, I gotta talk to those kindergarten kids. You think you're funny, but no one else does. Let's give the Dalai Lama a, a set of things and send him out the back door. Uh, uh, Mr. President, let, let's, do, let's don't do that. And a profound inability to listen to others. Lama's funny. You don't know funny. If a friend, relative, or leader of the free world exhibits any of these warning signs, don't let them drive. Operate heavy machinery or sign any important documents. Where, where, where's that health care bill? And consider moderating their alcohol intake it before it's too late. Southern Sense. Good afternoon, and welcome to another exciting episode of Southern Sense here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm the hostess with the mostest, the radio chick, Annie, along with the coolest co-host, Cool Mike. Good afternoon, Cool Mike. Good afternoon, Annie. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. As always, Southern Sense with the radio chick, Annie, as you just heard. Tuesdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Live and direct with G.C. Rocks. Yo, yo. Ah. Yo, yo. What's going on, my peoples? What's going on, my peeps? G.C. loves his peeps. He loves his radio family. And you can join him Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 4 Hello, everybody, and welcome to Conservative Primetime. I'm your host, GGT. Speaking of a little less bark and a little more bite, Conservative Primetime is not a show to relax to. It'll get you going weeknights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And of course, the headmaster himself, with the situation in the interest of full disclosure, I have had just a little bit to drink. <laughs> and catch the Situation Report weeknights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a group of patriotic internet radio hosts, and they would very much like you to join them. And brush your teeth. I mean, tell your friends.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call in number is 347-884-8500. Put yourself, put yourself at uh, one of the um, initial meetings between Mitt Romney and his advisors prior to preparing for the debates. At some point during the discussion, a member of his staff may have said, how do you debate a fairy tale? How do you debate a myth, a fiction? A make-believe person created by the media and by Obama himself. Another member may have raised a similar concern with the query, even if we win, how do we deal with the media that will trumpet Obama as the true victor, the winner? Because they not only created the fantasy... They have diligently protected it for almost four years. Their conclusion may well have been, we must overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly defeat Obama to succeed and to blunt the predictable post-debate media narrative. So let's focus on that as our goal. Do you think that could have been part of the discussion? The Romney debate campaign handlers? A realistic appraisal of Obama and his track record would have included personal traits. His penchant for windy, empty rhetoric. His ridiculous straw man arguments. His dislike for being contradicted. His thin skin. His arrogant conviction that he... He could better anyone. His belief that charm could be called upon in a pinch and that, as a last resort, the media could be relied upon to fulfill its function, telling Americans that they should believe in everything Obama. Now, these characteristics and others would provide opportunities, but couldn't be counted on to help Romney achieve a knockout, which in fact he did. Thus, Romney did what most successful people and leaders do. He prepared. Based on previous debate successes, he developed, tested, and practiced an overreaching debate strategy that would clearly transmit his message to the voters. He anticipated Obama's strategy and tactics and became conversant with the facts necessary to deflect 
those attacks. He developed and rehearsed an effective factual framework to challenge Obama. He probably refined forceful put-downs, quips for certain situations, and he, he constantly worked on his overall debating skills. Romney's campaign team, as a priority, would have devised tactics to blunt the uh, Messiah's anticipated post-debate assessment, or the mainstream media's as well. So, here we have it. The next debate's coming up. Will Obama prepare? Will he be prepared? Let's talk about it. Because during the run-up to the debate, the media continued to push the construct that a miracle was necessary to slow Obama's momentum and the inevitability of his re-election. Now, I recall Mitt Romney being asked on a campaign, a campaign fly uh, uh, during, a, during a flyover to a, a campaign stop by a member of the media that how do you get how do you get your campaign back on track, Mr. Rodney? How do you how do you bring your campaign out of the ashes? Mitt Romney responded quite whimsically, <laughs> amusingly, whimsically. Uh, my campaign doesn't need a, a restart, doesn't need a do-over. We're doing just fine. You see, the media would like to have us all believe that Obama's re-election is a fait accompli. That it's going to happen. And that there's nothing that can stop it. Chris Matthews was beside himself with grief at Obama's performance because these folks have what Obama likes to call skin in the game. They're all about Obama. All about him. While, while you ponder that, we're going to take a call. We have a call on the line, 505. 505, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Talk about it. Yes, hi, Doc. You know, um, I think you hit it on the nail with what happened. What I heard coming from the two debate teams, you know, uh, coming out as to how it went about, they said Romney's debate team said that when they would talk to him and, hey, you need to do this different or something, they said he was very focused and he went right back you know, and changed, and he followed his coaches. I heard that Obama, and you know how arrogant he is, when yeah. they tried to do that, that he got mad. And so, basically, they quit. And I don't think Obama has it in himself uh, to listen even yet to his debate coaches, especially from Kerry, if that's the one again. And then I just wanted to throw something in. I saw this afternoon an interview by Mitt Romney. I'm wondering if Big Bird wasn't a plant because it was so great. He was asked about the Big Bird ad and what Obama had said. And what he said was, well, Obama's talking about Big Bird. I'm talking about jobs and getting our economy going again. It was perfect. Indeed, Okay. And, indeed, indeed, and one wonders now. I mean, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. Could it have been? Could there? I mean, because you know, I said early on during the during the beginning of the show. You know, I wonder why Romney even said that. You know, why? Why? I mean, he started the debate. You know, 
saying that he's going to cut, you know, Big Bird. I mean, why would he do that now? Now, what you're suggesting makes it all clear. Obama fell into well, a trap. I I truly believe it. Uh, Romney, he was so great in this interview. I'm sure it'll be out on YouTube soon. That I was just that's when it hit me what was going on. And yeah. Obama, I don't even think Obama, even hearing Romney say that, will have a clue. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. But here's the thing. Obama is a narcissist. He is supremely narcissistic. He's very competitive. One wonders now whether or not he's going to come out swinging for the fences in this next debate. Whether he'll actually take some time and prepare this time around. You know, it's kind of like the uh, Muhammad Ali... um, Joe Frazier first fight when Muhammad Ali had never been beaten, you know, and he couldn't, you know, he couldn't conceive of, of being being beaten, certainly by uh, a fight in a brawler like uh, like Joe Frazier. So he went in and he he took the fight quite lightly right up until the time where he was getting his butt whooped. So after he lost the next fight, he came out and he took things a bit more seriously. And I make the analogy because. What I think is going to happen in this next debate is Obama's Obama's been supremely embarrassed across the globe. How many millions of viewers watched that debate? He was embarrassed. The post-debate analysis was devastating. His ego alone, as would mine or yours, recommends – no, it demands that we step the pace up. That we come out swinging for the fences. Now, there's a there's an inherent flaw in that strategy where you could come on a bit too strong, make an ass of yourself once again, but in a different way. Obama has no real record to run on. He and and this debate, the debate that's coming up, is going to be all about foreign policy. And as we can see, just as with the economy, Obama's foreign policy is in shambles. And I suggest, I, I submit that Mitt Romney is going to take full advantage of that. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. Uh, the fact that he has not mentioned Libya and now there's talk of NATO going to war with Turkey, I mean, he's steering clear of everything and he's supposed to be our commander-in-chief. You know, any other press would be out there talking to us. Indeed, and and he hasn't. He he he's. Uh, I, I suggest that Mitt Romney's gonna gonna attack the fact that Obama, uh, you know, spends a lot less time with his intelligence briefings and in the Oval Office and a lot of time hanging out with Hollywood elites, and the fact that uh, there's a, some there's a Watergate style uh, cover up with regard to the Libyan embassy, and Obama's policies have been just a mess across the board. And it's no wonder that he is using uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how much he paid for that ad. Seriously, uh, uh, it's amazing to me. And 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 I do remind folks of what Obama said just four years ago in in 2008 when he was running. He said, and I quote: "If you don't have a record to run on, you make big elections. You you make a big election." about small things, end quote. 
Quote, you make a big election about small things, end quote. That's what Obama said. Ironically, that's exactly what he's doing. He's making a big election about Sesame Street. It's, a, it's, it's, it's laughable, even though, even though the commercial is hilarious. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I thought early this morning, it is funny that uh, I laughed because Obama had made it, but I, yeah. I thought it was absolutely incredible a president would. And he starts it off with, I approve of this commercial. Or, I approve of message. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. It, it is is completely and utterly hilarious. Um, I don't well, know. You know, Sesame Street came out, and they do not want to be used. And Obama said, I'll think about it. But Sesame Street is very upset. Yeah. So, I mean, he's even getting it from Sesame Street. He's well, just... just- you're right, and just just like that, he just as, as, in addition to that, he he got the same treatment from uh, the AARP when he invoked um, their organization during his last uh, uh, his last speech. Um, I, I want to go ahead and just just uh, while we uh, just take a moment here. Um, I did a lot of work. A lot of research for the upcoming Spielberg movie uh, Lincoln. So I'd like everybody to go out and watch and, and see the movie when it comes out. It has nothing to do with the Obama campaign, even though it's coming out, you know, next week. Um, I pre-screened it. Um, I did a lot of the research in the background for the movie. I want you guys to go out and see it. Check it out. You're going to love it. It is true to form, right down to what Lincoln actually sounded like the sound of his voice you'll find it amazing so check it out if you can anything else you want to you want to put out here before we uh, move on to the next topic well no um except i don't know did you hear about china gate uh no i have not talk about it oh that's a big big thing that's uh hitting out that just is coming out and a lot of people said this is what had Obama shook up before the uh, debate. But mm-hmm. what China did is, you know, he made, what was it, $181 million after the debate? Well, mm-hmm. they went digging into it, and it's coming in from foreign donations from China. And the thing is, when you make a donation with your credit card or, you know, however you do it online, you get yeah. that code that's on the back of it. And even if you go to Obama's site, you know, like to buy a mug or whatever you want to buy, buy, you have to give that, and it's traceable. Obama did not do this with the China, and he has been, he's broken the law. A lot of people say it will bring him down. But he went uh and I guess has ads and everything over there for China to donate to the Obama campaign. Well, and yeah, all, I, I did yeah. hear about I did hear about that. Um, I, I didn't hear that it was uh, termed uh, ChinaGate, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard about that. Is it is it so serious though? I mean, is, well, is it, is, is it know, as serious as Lib, uh, the the Libya situation? 
Do you no, think? because our soldiers are over there dying. But mm. where it does come down is serious. I think in 2008, um, I read since he did receive money from Russia and, you know, different countries. And if you think back, uh, one of the first things he did when he became president was to stop the uh, missile defense shield. And the thing that is scary about this, should he get elected or in lame duck Congress, what's he going to pull? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'll just listen to the rest of the show. Thanks, Doc. I, I, I do appreciate it. Thank you for the call. It was a great call and some great information. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh-huh, bye. Oh, bye. All right, so we're going to move on. You know what? Um, one wonders if uh, of uh, the um, the China Gate situation is is, uh, is is so serious because I heard about it earlier today, and I just kind of you know put it out, put it in the back burner of my mind because I had so many other things going on. But uh, you know, uh, the president of the United States has a lot of latitude in how he does things and you know this president has quote broken the law numerous times and nobody saw fit to uh to make much of a, a deal of it and i kind of think that barack obama believes that uh you know well if anybody finds out about it they're gonna you know ballyhoo about it and he'll just say it's just politics and you know, and a distraction and all that. And then, you know, a couple of weeks will go by and nobody will be talking about it again. That's usually the way these things have worked out with this president. Now, had there been a Republican in the White House uh, right around this time, the scandal would be great. But uh, I tend to think even something as serious as as what uh, the caller put out uh, just a moment ago, I tend to think that uh, it's not going to go anywhere. However, the Libya situation, that's another matter. Because I believe the upcoming debate will play well into what's going on in the Middle East. Because Obama suggested after he was elected that he was going to usher in uh, a new respect for the United States across the globe. And he has failed to do that. It is proven it's a proven fact that we're well-hated <laughs> just as much, if not more, than we were uh, during the Bush administration. Barack Obama has done nothing but show weakness. And quite frankly, spending as much time in the Middle East as I have, I speak Farsi, I've spent a lot of time in the Middle East, they understand one thing, strength. They understand that if we kill if they kill four of ours, we kill four hundred of theirs. The point is the problem is they kill four of ours, and we blame a video, a YouTube video, and we say it's just a bump in the road, and it's just a lot of noise. Had Ronald Reagan, and you know what? I know, always bringing up Ronald Reagan. Had we had a Ronald Reagan-style president in the White House, asses would be kicked. We'd be both hated and feared. Instead of just hated, 
and not feared at all. What do you prefer? I prefer hated and feared. So, there we have it. That's what's going on here. Well, uh, <laughs> I got a picture here of Big Bird. I can't help myself. That guy's got to be sweating his ass off in that uh, costume. That's all I can think of. But as our caller just said a few moments ago, Big Bird isn't amused about his cameo in the presidential race. The folks at Sesame Street are asking the Obama cane to pull down a TV ad released Tuesday that mocks Mitt Romney for vowing to yank the subsidy to PBS. At the presidential debate in Denver last week, Mitt Romney said he would end the subsidy in view of the nation's fiscal troubles. And quite frankly, so would I. Even though it's small, small, small potatoes, you got to start somewhere, right? And I believe that companies and corporations can pick up that slack. Mitt Romney said, I love Big Bird, but I'm not going to keep on spending money on things to... Uh, things to borrow money from China to pay for. So up went an ad by the team by Team Obama calling Big Bird. Uh, called the 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 ad is called Big Bird, and it suggests that Mitt Romney is targeting children's programming rather than legitimate threats to people's economic interest. Really, like Barack Hussein Obama himself is a legitimate threat to our economic security and our overall security? The ad shows images of Bernie Madoff and others implicated in a variety of financial and corporate scandals and a narrator that intones, and I quote, and the evil genius who towered over them, end quote. And then there's a silhouette of Big Bird that flashes on the screen. Well, Sesame Street is not at all amused by this. Not at all. Sesame Workshop, which is a non-profit educational organization that produces and owns the show, issued a statement Tuesday saying, quote, We do not endorse candidates or participate in political campaigns. We have approved no campaign ads. And as is our general practice, have requested that have requested that the ad be taken down. End quote. And Obama campaign spokesman Ben LeBlot, LeBlot said the campaign is reviewing their concerns. Now, a blog post on the Sesame Workshop website said that the Sesame Sesame Street would not exist were it not for PBS and its local stations which is the distribution system for Big Bird and French to reach children across the United States, particularly in low-income uh, low children who need us most. Quite frankly, my good friends, Big Bird is kind of creepy, and he's annoying. The Cookie Monster, not so much. That dude who lives in the trash can... You know, count the the count dude, the Dracula dude. I mean, he's he's cool. And I used to find Maria, the Hispanic chick, kind of hot. I had a little crush on her. 
But no, she's kind of old now, so you know she's fallen out of favor a little bit, even though she's still there. But I used to think she was kind of cute. But that was about it, you know. Besides that, I really wasn't that much of a a big bird dude. I, I was Sesame Street guy, you know. I was more Electric Company, you know that kind of thing. You know, remember when Morgan Freeman was the conductor on the Electric Company? I mean, I was that kind of guy. I was a more of a Ray Rayner and friends in the Chicago area. You know? That kind of thing. But, hey. Quite frankly, it's just another distraction. It's another distraction. And it's a pathetic turn of events for the Obama campaign. It's embarrassing for them. They have fallen into Mitt Romney's trap, as my fine caller suggested, which I didn't give a thought to. I had no idea. You know, I never gave that a single thought. But perhaps, perhaps Obama has fallen into a trap which he himself would have probably set four years ago. Van Jones, the former green job czar, was right that Mitt Romney out obama Obama. So, while the world burns, the Middle East, to say the least, while the economy is in the crapper, while the United States of America is more hated while than ever before, while uh, we are about to dive over a fiscal cliff, Obama spending ad money on Sesame Street and Big Bird. Amazing. Southern Sense has a show coming up. Anita Monacroft, who blew Acorn wide open. Moncrief, I think, yeah. It was on at 2 o'clock today, and it was fantastic. Please do listen in. I believe... That my good friend Annie can be found on Spreaker and Stitcher. And of course, I know that she can be found on iTunes. You can download her show there. As with mine, you can find my show on iTunes. Just type in the box, the search box, C. Robert Jones. All of my shows, every single one of them, from the first until this one right here can be found there. Along with Spreaker Radio, you can listen live there. And also Stitcher Radio. You can listen there as well. And on my personal website, universalmedia1.com, you can also listen to the show there as well. Wow. I can be found almost everywhere. Like Big Bird. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and close out the show because we've got a lot to do tonight. We've got to get on over and check out um, uh, Fox News and uh, see what's happening over there. But before I go, I want to put a plug in to two books that I've been reading. One, Sweetness, The enig- enig- Enigmatic Life of Walter Payton. You'll love it, and you'll also be quite saddened by it. And number two, and more importantly and most importantly, Bill O'Reilly's new book, Killing Kennedy. Wow. I myself have the hardcover as well as the audiobook. 
I highly recommend the audio book for the way that uh, Bill O'Reilly tells the story. He tells the story in such a way that you can't help but be captivated by. So I recommend you get both, the hardcover as well as the audiobook. In the meantime, yes, you can get great T-shirts, mugs, hats, etc. at Southern Sense's website. And now that she's thrown that out there, you can also get the very same thing on my show as well, on my, my website, but in a few days. Uh, my website's not quite complete. But hey, me and Southern Sense have competing websites. But hey, there's room for us all, baby, because it's called what? Capitalism? And you got to love it. Anyway, God bless you folks. Once again, there are many things you could be doing tonight. Many things. But you chose to tune in and listen to my show. And I do so appreciate it. Thank you so much. I am closing in on almost very nearly 200,000 listens. And it's all thanks to you. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. We're out of here. See you tomorrow. Good night, folks. While you're away, don't forget the right. We'll think of you every day.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.